0: Welcome to the Opinions on Pickens podcast, the sports show where there are no fouls or flags, only baskets and touchdowns. Here's your host, Alyssa Butterson. What's going on, y'all? Welcome. Welcome to Opinions on Pickens. I'm your host, Alyssa Butterson, joined today by a very special Gamecock alumni. We have Chadis Dawkins here in the building with us. What's up? Thank you for being here with us today.
1: Thank you for having me. Uh, Glad to be on here.
0: So... You know, I think we just have to kind of start with the obvious, like, go Gamecocks. Can we agree yep. there?
1: Yes, for sure.
0: <laughs> like, alumni forever. I love always to connect with a fellow Gamecock. Mm-hmm. Can we kind of rewind a little bit? Talk to us about what went into your decision to become a Gamecock.
1: Yeah. Um, so, growing up, uh, I grew up in small town, Duncan, South Carolina. It's uh, about... Hour and 30 minutes from Columbia. Uh, so I've always been a Gamecock fan. Even though I was close to Clips, I wasn't really, I didn't really like that orange. So um, <laughs> I was always a Gamecock fan growing up. My family uh, was just kind of born into it, really. And then uh, one of my cousins actually went to Carolina. He played football. So he really, that's where I got my inspiration from. But uh, going back on the – that's a little backstory. But going back on the – how did I make my decision? um, I did have an offer going into my, like, last week before I made my announcement. um, Because it came last minute because of the whole champ and uh, Sprayer thing went down. So I didn't get my offer into about a week until I – I uh, made my decision, which I just said. And before that, I was like silently committed to North Carolina State for about three months. And then I got that offer. They came, uh, Muschamp, and I remember Champ coming to see me at um, Burns. And then they offered me along with Bobby Bentley. And it was just like, wow, I really don't know what to do right now. <laughs> so I pushed my date back for like, maybe like two more weeks, just so I can really like take it in and really just weigh my options because uh, NC State was very loyal. Uh, they were asking my first offer when I um, – my 11th grade year. So it was just – it was a lot – it was a hard time. It was, you know, a lot of talks with God, a lot of talks with family. Uh, so I had to make my decision. Two weeks roll around. around. Uh, so I made my decision. I – call NC State, I was like, uh, I appreciate all the loyalty, but I'm going to stay home and play for the Gamecocks. That's really the backstory story of that.
0: The rest is history, huh?
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yes. So I love how you mentioned it was during that must Champ Spurrier era. I mean, that was really kind of a tense time for Gamecocks, I feel like, all together. I yep. feel like a lot of Gamecocks almost in a sense felt kind of betrayed by Spurrier and how his exit was, but kind of felt like Muschamp was that savior for us and that he was going to bring us to that next level. Now, yep. you seemed so excited that Muschamp was the one that came and, you know, yeah. brought you into this program. What was yep. that relationship like?
1: Uh, it was good. I mean, first time meeting him, uh, he I always stood around. He's he's a great dude, uh, hard-nosed coach. I mean, a lot of good things to say about him. but uh, Oh, no, it was it was destined, I think. So um, I'm glad it happened, uh, along with Bobby Billy, though. Bobby Billy really, I feel like it was the one that really helped me out in that situation, too. So uh, I appreciate that. Taking a chance on me.
0: You appeared in 46 games, 27 t- catches, and over 250 yards and a touchdown. Now, you know the touchdown I'm talking about. Of course you do. I'm sure it lives in your brain, rest free, on repeat. Of course, 2018 USC versus Texas A&M, a 33-yard touchdown. That was from Jake Bentley, wasn't it? It
1: was. Yep.
0: Now, bring us through what is going through your mind. Bring us from start to finish on this play. We we need to know what was going on.
1: Uh, so it was like the first. I I don't even know if I was playing about that game. Uh, I think it was, like, I've been in – I was in, like, a previous uh, series before then, so it was, like, three. I think we went three and out, and I think they were all run plays. So, <laughs> uh, I weren't really warm like I needed to be, but I remember Debo having to get out, and I think we practiced that whole week of Debo running that route, or, like, the decoy route, and then Brian come underneath like he did. But – um, and we would always throw it to Brian. So, well, we always throw it to the decor person. So, um, I was thinking, you know, I'm just going to go upfield, shoot my dude off, and then just run him off. And then, I mean, mid-route, I would look back and I saw the ball. I was like, dang, he's throwing it.
0: (laughs) It's leaf liquor.
1: Yeah, so I was like, "Uh, the rest is history. So,
0: Now, what was the locker room like for you after that? I mean, like, tell me you weren't a little hype after this.
1: Uh, we lost, so I was not
0: well. That and that is so <laughs> Right, it does suck to lose. So, is there like do you celebrate that in your mind, or is it just more like, uh, and we lost on to the next one kind of feeling?
1: Um, yeah, it really wasn't. I really didn't. I mean, I was it was a self goal. I mean, that's always felt like a self goal for a first touchdown, but uh, we still lost. I would rather win, honestly,
0: and not get a touchdown.
1: Nah, been <laughs> nice. it would have been nice with doing it too but you know
0: what is it like now what would you have let's say six years ago what what's the one piece of advice you would have given your younger self coming into college and you know being in a program like the university of south carolina
1: uh, i would have taught myself um you know just keep working Uh, sometimes I got a little down on myself, I can't say. And I didn't put as much work in as I needed to. And that's just me looking in the mirror at the end of the day, like looking myself in the mirror, just, you know, reflecting back on the whole uh, career. So I definitely would say work, work, and don't, you know, don't get discouraged.
0: Of course, we're always our hardest critic.
1: Mm -hmm. For sure.
0: Now, of course... USC post post-grad life mm-hmm. you're can you talk to us a little bit about what you're doing now
1: so right now I uh me and my friend own a gym here in Columbia called chosen our training it's off Millwood, about three minutes from five points really and um how I got into that was Uh, Pro Day was coming up. Just a short story about it. Pro Day was coming up. Then this, you know, this world-ending virus called COVID-19 came about and uh, shut down everything, including all the Pro Days. So I didn't get a shot there. So I was just – it was about a month in, summer. I wasn't doing nothing. I was just working out. I mean, uh, so – I was like, I got to do something. I got to get some money. <laughs> yeah. So um, my friend, Stamon, he just asked me if I wanted to try out training, personal training, and then he threw me in the session. I did. I was nervous. I wasn't, I wasn't always, you know, the outgoing, outspoken, and loud person. So personal training was definitely a – I had to learn. I had to, you know, get confident in myself a lot more just because, you know, Personal training, got to be loud. You got to be on people. You got to keep the energy up. Positivity throughout the whole workout, you know, just, you know, encouraging people. And so, like, being in that role, you really got to, you know, tap into something different. So, um, with that, it's just... Especially you know,
0: coming from a place... In football, where you're the one being told to do all those things. You're not exactly. the one telling people to yeah. do these things.
1: That's the thing, too. It's like, they they really, like, listen to what I got to say. <laughs> and, like, they're doing it. So, you know, I take pride in it. It's it's fun. Uh, I fell in love with it. I've been doing it for about a year and a half now. You know, it's great. It's great. I love it.
0: Did you take a lot of what you learned from football and use it yeah, towards what sure. you do now? Yeah.
1: Yeah, because we, uh, we also, I work with a few athletes right now, and uh, they play football as well. So I just, you know, incorporate everything I've learned from high school, college, um, trainers that I've had previously. And I just, you know, give all that knowledge to people I'm training.
0: I love that. I really do. So are you, is it, a, a clarify for me though, is it just, an athlete gym, or are you out here training grandmas and grandpas and younger oh, people no, as well? It's, like, how it's, is this? It's,
1: it's, it's fair. It's, we, the bulk of our uh, clients are college students because we are in a college town. Uh, but we got all ages, you know, all the way from 20 to 65. Like, it doesn't matter. If you want to work out, let us know.
0: <laughs> is it cool for you, though, to be able to, like, do something like this? in a
1: city that means so much to you it is you know that's why i just take pride in it um just knowing i'm from here playing football here there's a lot of people come in the gym talking about oh i used to watch you on tv and it's like hey it's kind of like humbling that they're at the gym now just because you know they watch me on the field too so you know it is it is um it's humbling like i said for sure
0: Something I've talked to, especially with a lot of previous Gamecock football players on the show about is how important it is that even though you may not have made it to where you wanted to make it ultimately with football, yep. the connections that you made from football, how important those are yep. in, in life post graduation.
1: Mm-hmm. Sure.
0: I just feel like, you know. It's not. It is what you know, but it's it's more who you know. Let's be realistic. Yeah,
1: about that. <laughs> yeah for but sure. But
0: in a good way. In a good way, though.
1: Yeah, in a good way. It has its perks for sure. Like it definitely has its perks. We've we've gotten a lot of doors that I would have never thought of without the people we know today. So we met, and we so many people training. Like I've met. It's like the the amount of names I have to remember. It's just like.
0: That's Crazy. a good problem to have.
1: It is. That's a but good
0: problem to have.
1: It is. It is. It is a talent. I can't. I can't say that. it is. It is a definitely skill.
0: <laughs> Brian, <laughs> I want to know. I need an over under from you. Six and a half wins from the Gamecocks this upcoming season. Tell us what your thoughts are. Can't be no. No fugazi answer. I want to know. Are they going over or under 6.5 wins this season? Under Shane Beamer.
1: How many did they have last year?
0: How many did they have last year? After the bowl, was it eight, maybe? Seven? Mm-hmm. I'll have to look it, it up. do you're me off my games. I didn't have it. Was,
1: <laughs> it. was it eight and five?
0: I think it might have been.
1: Eight and five?
0: Everybody's like, no, it's not.
1: <laughs> uh, uh,
0: seven and six. We were close. Okay. Seven and six.
1: Okay, seven and six. Uh, I don't, yeah, that's crazy because so many people talk to me about this and I really don't know how to answer it. You want to answer
0: with your heart, but we need to answer <laughs> with your head.
1: Because I don't, I always tell them, like, I don't really know. Like, I know Shane Australian team last year and I knew a lot of those guys still that played. But I don't really know anybody on this team right now, except for, like, Josh Fran, who I played with, um Chad. Terrell, just like a few guys, so I don't really know. I don't know. I'm going to say over, though. I'm going to say over. That's my final answer. That's my final answer.
0: All right. It's, we're written it down. and So, at the end of this, <laughs> you know, you either got some bragging rights, or, you know, we're going to come yeah. for you, and you're going to have to have a discussion.
1: I, say, I, I will say about it. I, I, I can see eight, eight to nine. I think they can squeeze out nine.
0: We got a pretty interesting schedule coming up this we year. Do.
1: We do. We do, but I can see. I don't know. They look like they got some pieces that could work from a world. They so. look
0: like they got some dogs on that team. Yeah.
1: So we look gonna... like
0: they got a few. Let's All
1: just. I'm just going to sit back and watch. <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: I'll sit back and watch too. Oh, I just hope we have some night games because in this heat, this, oh my, I can't even imagine new games. 105 <laughs> degrees. Lord.
1: Yeah. I'm not even going outside today. I'm probably just going to chill in the house. <laughs>
0: So let's talk about some NFL though. I'm interested to hear your thoughts on this upcoming season and a little bit on the off season. First, let's dive into some interesting trades from the NFL off season. Some that kind of come to my mind are of course, Devonte Adams leaving Green Bay, going to the Raiders. You got Russell Wilson, you know, a Seahawks legend yep. dipping out and then Tyreek Hill. I mean, the cheetah, of course, you know, leaving the chiefs now. Any other ones that kind of sparked your eye in this offseason?
1: Um, the Mari Cooper. Good one. Uh, Mari Cooper was interesting one. I didn't really see that happening. Uh, dang, who did Rams get? What linebacker did the Rams just get? Was it Noel? Bomb well, in there. Oh, Wagner. Wagner. Yes. I mean, Wagner. Yeah, that was that was deaf. That was like wow, like the Rams really might win again.
0: <laughs> I mean, I gotta tell you, my fantasy football team from last year. When I say like stack, I had Matthew Stafford, Mike Evans, I had, um, I had Devonte Adams. You know, I mean, even people like I had Gronk on my team. So I'm just like switching out all these like fire yeah. people. Take yeah. first place. Of course, the Rams win. I'm a little salty because, you know, I still think Tom Brady could have taken that game, but let's not go there. But I mean, I don't know. I'm excited for this season. And it's so cool for me because we're really in this era where we're seeing, you know, all these QBs and key players that we saw growing up play. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't want to say get old, but, you know, they're transitioning into coming out and we're seeing these awesome young players like the Patrick Mahomes, you know, like the Zach Wilsons and, you know, Tyree kills come up and, you know, make their mark on the game. Yep. Who yep. is your team? Are you a Panthers fan just because of, you know, South Carolina?
1: This is, It's another grew up situation. So I grew up in a Dallas Cowboy household. No,
0: oh, no, it, no. oh, no, no, I thought we were getting along here for a moment.
1: I know. OOP
0: fam, we have a Dallas cowboy family <laughs> in the building. Throw tomatoes everywhere. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead. I'll let you speak. Speak, speak on your cowboys. Go ahead. Speak on your cowboys.
1: I can't. I I really don't feel like it, honestly. It's it's a it's a born in thing, really. I didn't have I didn't really have a choice. So is it a love relationship, love hate,
0: or is it just like you're just there
1: because you know I never really, I never really had an NFL team. I just always you know just love football, so I just watch everybody. It's not just one team I'm not gonna watch, you know. So I didn't really have like a, I just had favorite players really growing up. (laughs) Uh, Julio for sure. Classic. Oh, yep, Julio. Ocho Cinco, I love watching Ocho Cinco when I was small. Just trying to get his footwork down, but you know his his feet crazy. So I really can Michael Vick, love Michael Vick growing up. Um, uh, Marshawn Lynch, all them guys, just you know, I love all, the, Lynch. all the dogs.
0: I love seeing like Marshawn Lynch's like skits and stuff that he does. I don't know if <laughs> you've seen. It. I mean, it's they're yeah. a, hilarious. There was one where he went to like Britain or something and they were like playing saxophones and stuff and they were wearing skirts and he's like we don't wear those where I'm from yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like cracking up <laughs> and he's like do y'all know what the Super Bowl is and they're like yeah we stay up to like four in the morning to watch it he's like four in the mo- oh hell no
1: <laughs> he's
0: hilarious though I, I love seeing as a quarterback or as a quarterback as a player and as just like a person it's cool seeing both sides. Um mm-hmm. Yeah, I I love that. But that's like I was saying, is that seeing these cool players, you know, get older and now we're seeing them as like, you know, analytics people on ESPN or, you know, you know, covering that kind of stuff. Yeah. Coaching, all that. Um, 100%. Now, lastly, I want us to go through ranking some of these second year QBs. I have a list of them and I'm going to let you go through and kind of think about it for a minute. We got Trey Lance, who really has not overwhelmed anybody yet. Let's be realistic. Mac Jones, Justin Fields, Trevor Lawrence, and Zach Wilson. Let's get a one through five from you. Let's start from the bottom, though. Ah, let's start from the bottom. Let's do it. Come on. What a bottom. On all, you can't start from number one and go down. That's not fun.
1: Um, I'm gonna go Trevor. At the bottom.
0: Oh wow. Interesting. Just okay. because
1: I really I really don't know any stats. I really didn't watch them that much. Um but I don't think he because he don't plays know.
0: with the Jaguars. Nobody cares about the Jaguars. Yeah,
1: really? so I don't I don't know if he did good or bad. Like I don't know the situations they had over there. But anyway, he at the bottom. Uh now we're gonna trade. Just because you know you see some spurts in there. That you can maybe you can he might can do something. And I'm I think the 49ers are, you know, ready to take a little shot on maybe. Maybe, but he's four. Was it five? We're doing five, right?
0: Five. So you said Trevor Lawrence, okay, so five. Trevor. and you yeah. said Trey Lance at four. So yeah, now you have Mac Jones, Justin Fields, and Zach Wilson next.
1: Zach Wilson, three. OK. Just cause, I
0: hope put my man's at number one,
1: just because, you know, uh, to uh, to got to be.
0: I think the throwing like brilliance is there for Zach Wilson. I think that the Jets just need to surround him with better people.
1: And they they do. They and do. and
0: now from this draft, yeah, and they, that, they definitely have. I mean, yeah. I, I think. People like that's one of these, maybe, maybe don't don't overquote me, but we might see a few wins from them that we have not seen.
1: Yeah. And I think they can get it done. Cause like you just said, they did draft, they had a good draft class. I did notice that. They got a lot of playmakers. Uh to matt Jones.
0: So you got Justin Field at number one?
1: Ooh, I do. I that's do. That's your man? I just like, I just like, I just like his confidence. His confidence. From the whew. And I'm, i think he's
0: naturally talented. I'll give you that.
1: Yeah. And that's really the one out of all those I really watched the most. I mean, Matt Jones, I did watch a lot of. I like Matt Jones' swagger. I like his, you know, I like his style of play. Like, he's just a cool, like, cool white dude. He's just out there chilling. <laughs>
0: I think he filled like the missing Tom Brady role so well. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't think did. anyone could have done it better. And I'm, I'm yeah, giving that as a compliment. I mean, Mm. that game they even played against Tampa, New England almost won.
1: Yeah.
0: I mean, Mac Jones to me, the talent is there. And of course, you can never downplay who's coach or the coaching ability of the great Bill Belichick. Come on. Exactly.
1: Exactly.
0: (laughs) Just no way. And and the thing I will say about Justin Fields is I think it's the opposite situation from the Bears with the Jets. Mm. The Bears. Did not do anything really in the draft this year. You know, they're really not giving Justin Field those pieces that he is going to need. So yeah. I mean, I think that's what we saw last year, where the team really struggled. Justin Fields didn't struggle, but the yeah. team did.
1: Yeah, for sure. And I
0: mean, all that's, you know, ownership and those decisions. But I mean, it comes down to I think he got the stickiest situation out of where to land, is what in my yeah. opinion.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: But for moving sure. forward, I, I like your, I like your top five. I think there may be a, a few little missing things in there, but everybody <laughs> be on the lookout for Justin Fields because all I got to <laughs> say is Travis is sold on this dude. Um, I do agree with the Mac Jones at number two, 100%. So let, yeah, let's go.
1: Who are your top five? Who your top five?
0: I would think, I'm going to be honest with you, Justin Fields is going to come at number five for me. Total opposite. Then it's going to go Trevor Lawrence. Zach Wilson, no, Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Zach Wilson, Mac Jones. Yeah, so Mac Jones, Zach Wilson, number two. But Mac Jones.
1: Mac Jones did have more wins, I think. I mean,
0: they went on like, did they not go on like a seven-game winning streak at one point? But again, we're talking about best second year QBs. I feel like at this point, everybody's kind of had a feel for their team. I mean, like you said, the swagger number one, we know Mac Jones got that. But yeah, the sure. team, Mac Jones got it. The coaching ability he has it. The city he has it. I mean, yeah. Chicago. Are they sold on Justin Fields yet? I mean, they love him, but are they sold on the rest of the team yet? I don't know.
1: I yeah, guess no.
0: I don't know. But now you know you're giving us your top five. I I, I think it's them. awesome because I'm gonna make a graphic out of all this and I'm gonna post it right before we do the, the <laughs> podcast. So people can see this and we can kind of be like, all right, well, what does everybody else think about their top five? I want to see what everyone else thinks. Um, But other than that, I think it's so awesome that you've started this gym. I think it's cool that you've really built something in your community. To be honest, I think that's really what it's all about. Here at Opinions on Pickens, we're about, you know, bringing everyone closer in the community through – you know, positive affirmations and actions, and you fit that role and your training and your gym does 100%. Mm-hmm. So, yes, yep. thank you for being such a positive outlook for Columbia. We really appreciate that.
1: Appreciate that. <laughs> <I> appreciate that.
0: <laughs> Where can our fans, our OOP fans, follow you on all social media?
1: Uh, y'all can follow the training page, <laughs> <laughs> Chosen at o- Chosen Uno Training. It sounds just like it is chosen Uno training. All lowercase. Um my personals, my personal's on there. You'll find me. Is like it you want to follow me. Are
0: we talking Instagram, Snapchat, yeah, what Instagram.
1: Or is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just Instagram. Just Instagram. I don't Love I don't it. have a Facebook. I don't really be on Twitter like that either. You know.
0: I mean that's because um, he's working hard, guys. We see it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> just IG. Just be on IG.
0: Travis, once again, thank you so much for being here. We really appreciate you. And until next time, guys, I'm Melissa Butterson. Keep winning. Thanks for listening. Check us out on Instagram at Opinions on Pickens. Please like and subscribe to us on YouTube and check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time, keep winning.